0: hey
1: everybody welcome to another episode of watch this and uh, John what
0: do we do on this show we watch TV shows movies we talk about them um, with with me John and you're of course I'm James, James. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's, uh, so this is an exciting uh, moment for us on the podcast because we are finishing a season of a show today
0: we are so. finishing season one of uh, HBO' show The Wire.
1: Yeah, so if, if you're hearing this episode and you haven't listened to other episodes, you should do that because this isn't going to go well for you. Yes, <laughs> so if this. if
0: you've not watched season one of The Wire, stop right now. Stop everything. Watch it uh, because we we're going to specifically talk about um, mostly episodes uh, 12 and 13 today, but we'll we'll touch on a lot of stuff throughout the season. And obviously, yeah. you, you don't want to find out what happens in episodes 12 and 13 if you haven't watched it, the rest of the season. Yeah, it,
1: it would definitely spoil this show. It so, would absolutely
0: um, spoil a lot about season one.
1: Yeah, you would not need to go back and watch the... Uh, the you wouldn't understand it, but it would spoil it. So... Um, yeah, so let's just kind of go ahead and jump into, uh, to what's going on. John, what is going on when we pick back up at episode
0: 12? Well, they just got all the drugs and all the money. Like they had the the big bust, um, and it's kind of the fallout of what happens after, after the big drug bust where they go into the main house and they take everything and they take a bunch of money and they take a bunch of drugs and guns and everything else. Yep. And it's all the fallout from that um, between what's going on with the police department, what's going on with the uh, Avon Barksdale crew. And so that's kind of where we pick up.
1: Yeah. And um, so one of the cops, Greg's, has been shot in the in the faulty uh, drug bust. So we pick back up with her being alive.
0: Yes. Which is good. <laughs> um, she was hanging on and she wakes up in episode 12. She she gains consciousness she's able to talk she's able to id the shooter which we uh already we already knew but it's a confirmation for the police that this is the shooter so we can go after this guy
1: yeah so on on that end it's good on one end though it is bad for the unit because all the phones all the pagers are they are quiet now Yeah, one so. thing
0: one thing we've talked about through the entire season is how careful uh, Avon Barksdale is, and so of course when his main stash house gets hit by the cops, he goes uh, even above and beyond. No phones, no anything. If you want to talk, you talk in person only. Yeah.
1: So it's uh yeah, I mean he he's cracking down. Everybody's cracking down. The police are trying to get this thing closed up, and everyone outside of the unit especially wants them to be done so there's a lot of pressure
0: the problem is the unit does not want to be done
1: yeah they and and you really see this played out in these last couple episodes of what people want from this case and you find out that you know um other people in the police department and people especially higher up just want them to sort of like convict somebody and move on and they're saying, "Hey, you know, these guys have have sort of like destroyed our city, and we want more than just you know one conviction or one guy. We want to make a real, you know, dent in this problem."
0: Yeah, one of the most interesting parts is not only that the um, the people, the higher ups in the department, after they get a lot of drugs and stuff, and you know they've got evidence to obviously make a um, some bigger big arrest, even though they won't be the arrest that the detail wants so they're calling it like a win like this is a huge case this is great great work you all did it and the actual investigators are like we but we haven't yet we haven't done it anything yet
1: yeah so so they want more they want to um you know they want to really get somewhere and uh man there's just some there's just some crazy stuff that happens um probably we need to just go ahead and talk about wallace Wallace. So, oh, Walt, man, man we, we've been rooting uh, for Wallace all season.
0: All season. We, we,
1: he has just had a roller coaster of emotions from being this really young kid who is in this drug game. He's kind of good at it. He's friends with D'Angelo and some of the other guys. You kind of see him, like, moving up the ranks. And then, you know, all the stuff happens with Omar and all the people. He sort of basically tips off, you know, some of Omar's men and ends up getting Omar's boyfriend killed, mm-hmm. and that really weighs on him. Then he uh, starts taking some drugs, starts questioning his life, thinks about leaving, ends up talking to the police, <laughs> yeah. goes to live at his grandma's house, comes back home, and in this episode, he's trying to reestablish his, um, you know, permanency in this
0: place. So after the fallout with the drug bust... Yeah, yeah. Avon Barksdale's is going after anybody and everybody who he thinks might have some information that could be bad for the cops, and he's killing them all. Yeah. Yeah. And so that leads him and Stringer Bell to call uh, D'Angelo into their office and say, what's going on with the boy? And he's like, don't worry about the boy. The boy's out. The boy's done. Don't worry about the boy. He's a good kid. Leave him be. Yeah. Well, Stringer Bell does not leave him be.
1: No. No. That's, he's not gonna do that. So he goes. So,
0: yeah, he goes and gets some of the two, two. One of the other kids that was working with him in the um, low rises, and basically tells him to kill him. And man, it is so awful. Yeah, it. It was. So, it. It really was sad. So he just Wallace thinks he's just hanging out with two of his his friends. That he grew up with and has grown up with and known his whole life, and they're just going out and getting a, you know, catching up and eating some food, and then he comes back home and he, we've talked before about all those kids that he basically took care of and was a parent for, and he's like, "Where are you all at? Where are yeah. all the kids at?" And they go upstairs, and he's still like thinking they're playing hide and seek or something, and he turns yeah. around and the gun is drawn and pointing at him, and he just breaks down.
1: Yeah, Bodie. Bodie has the gun pointed at him. And he's just like, you know, basically says, I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's something like, you know, it's something we just got to do. Yeah, this is the game. And it's just the game, man. And he's like, ah, <sighs> oh, it was so sad. Just like man. broke my heart.
0: Well, and, and then he couldn't, he almost couldn't go through with it. And the other, yeah. the other guy just couldn't take it. And he finally says, if you're going to do it, do it. And he just shoots him. And then yeah. Wallace and is then, sitting on the ground suffering because he's been shot, but not killed so the other so the other guy just takes the gun and and hits him two more times and oh man is it just heart-wrenching
1: yeah it was rough phew man it was it was just so sad and to see like bodie and Poot, the two guys that shoot him like they're like super young yeah and And it just shows like oh
0: and wallace's best friends man not just super young but like his two like longest closest friends yeah
1: it was it was awful and it shows like how trapped they already are right yep like they're in this like awful place where they're like hmm either we're gonna have to do this or they're gonna probably kill it yeah they're gonna wonder
0: the why aren't we doing it what do we gotta hide the
1: reality is like somebody's gonna have to go and like that's just sort of the the game that they're in and
0: oh man it's so sad it was so rough that was
1: that was rough Sorry, Wallace. You are one of our favorite characters. We loved
0: Wallace. Wallace was a great character. And then... Yeah. But that leads to a big event with one of our other favorite characters, D'Angelo. That's right. So, when, while, the Barstow, while Avon's being really, really, really careful, he does make one mistake in that they don't get out of that back office in the strip club quite fast enough. And... Yeah they're able to get a bug in there so they get conversation on tape of avon telling d'angelo to go pick up some drugs from new york because they need to pick some up since their you know stash house got busted by the cops yeah so d'angelo gets arrested carrying a lot of drugs and while he's in the interrogation room they basically tell him they got your boy wallace like they killed him
1: and he doesn't believe them. He thinks that they're bluffing
0: no. at first. But then Stringer Bell and the lawyer show up. Yeah. And D'Angelo's like, what happened to Wallace? And Stringer's like, don't say anything. He's like, what happened to Wallace Stringer? And it is the mo- it was one of the most tense, emotional. It was. Man, what a scene.
1: That combination of, of those two actors together, too. Yes. Just like, Unbelievable. man. It was so good and awful. Just like... You're, and you yeah. see Stringer Bell, you know, says nothing, right? He just nothing. shakes his head. But, like, the the back and forth and the tension, and D'Angelo's starting off like, hey, man, where's Wallace at? And then he starts realizing, like, oh, man, McNulty wasn't lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> Wallace is and dead. And then that that's uh, just, and then he's like, I'll get my own lawyer. I'll do my own thing. Like, he now has kind of you know in, in that moment seemed to move away
0: Yeah. so then so, then he agrees he agrees to say it. he agrees to spill all the beans he tells the cops he'll tell them absolutely everything they need to know he's willing yeah. to rat on every single person in the organization
1: yeah which the cops are like awesome let's pursue yeah, this yeah we're gonna
0: have the case like if the century we're gonna be able to put Avon away for life for conspiracy and murder and everything else However, yeah,
1: it's a... Yeah, but it doesn't end there. Uh, John, what happens next? So we
0: meet... We meet D'Angelo's mom, who we realize is also just as in this as anybody else. Apparently... Yeah. Apparently this is a family business that goes back to Grandpa. um, And it's just been handed down to Avon. And so... It's almost like one of those organized crime families, you know? You know, kind of like the Godfather when it's passed down to Michael... It's, it's one of those situations and, ah, man, just when you think D'Angelo is flipped and he's going to do the right thing, she shows up and goes, you know, family first.
1: Yeah, it was, it was crazy because on one hand you're like, oh my gosh, like D'Angelo's not getting out of this and she's like, and she puts the kind of the, the stuff on him like, hey think about like your kid right like you have a son yeah
0: so he says like they're giving me a chance to start over the cops are gonna let me leave and start over and start a new life and she's like oh but you have a son and what about him what's gonna happen to him
1: yeah so it was just like oh my gosh like again the, the thing that we've talked about all season with wallace and with other people is this sort of cycle but now you see a generational cycle right and um like oh it's just it's so sad and it's such a, a picture of of that but i do think it was cool that they waited that long to show the mom and like bring in that other stuff like that wasn't obvious necessarily yeah. but then you look back and you're like oh it makes sense yeah it hits you that, i see what's it going hits you on. that
0: like oh man like this is a thing that this dude was basically born into like it's almost like yeah. he didn't get get a choice you know
1: yeah yeah it's yeah and like his kids not going to get a choice no, probably he's
0: going to be right in it too basically the mom not so you know subtly said do you want your kid to grow up having money and power or do you want him to just be like wallace do you want him to be another wallace on the street with no money and nobody take care of him <sighs>
1: yeah it just oh, so much so much like oh, it, it this this is why the show is so good is because this is like a show about drugs and like breaking the law, but I find myself like almost crying, oh, <laughs> you know, man. like watching these people because it's so real. It's so, um, that's so humanizing. And you see just like the depravity mm-hmm. and the like the systematic like issues that this brings up. And it's, it's just, uh, oh, it's rough. So I feel bad for D'Angelo. Well, I when you talk
0: about the systematic problems. Like one thing we undercover, like, one thing we haven't known the whole time is what's going on with the money, and one thing we kind of started to uncover, thanks to our favorite, uh, our our favorite tiny furniture making detective,
1: Detective Freeman, He's the
0: man. Oh. Um, so one thing he figures out is, oh man, all this money that's been going to these politicians has been to like lobby for, like them basically buying up all this property and like fixing up all this property in the poor neighborhood and guess who's buying all those cheap rundown properties avon barksdale
1: yeah that was a great moment Uh. like it was this like you know they're they're sort of like walking in all these like circles and then at one point all the circles like hit the same point and they're like oh man everybody's tied in and avon barksdale has a lot of stuff yes but they can't tie it to him specifically because
0: they don't have anything on the wire. Way that, you know
1: yeah they don't have anything on the wire nothing's in his yep. name you know they they only know about the club and about some other things because of like orlando and the you know those kind of issues and they've been able to get wires in but yeah i mean there's so much that now they understand but then like, even though they know that the police still can't like do anything about a lot of it because they don't have enough to actually like bring it forward.
0: So then we should probably jump ahead to episode 13 where it kind of works as a book into the season in a really great way. Yeah. But one thing is they're, they're basically trying like, they're forcing them to wrap up the case. So they go to McNulty's FBI pal and they find out that, like, yeah, if you can get us these politicians, like, we can use Avon and Stringer Bell as, like, guys to, like, get them to rat on the politicians. And then they realize, oh, you don't, you're not going to do anything to them. You're going to give them a plea and just let them walk so they can get the politicians. Because
1: yeah. So they, they get, they're mad about and that. And then that shows <laughs> you that, like.
0: Like, locally, yeah, you guys care that, like, East Baltimore is a mess, and they've done all this stuff, and and the projects are run down, and the city's in turmoil. We don't, like, the federal government doesn't care about that at all.
1: Yeah, and it was like, um, you know, it was not understated like they're like so you just want to you're going to offer these guys deals basically if they'll turn on the politicians and they're like yeah 100 they're like yeah we don't we care about drugs or
0: you know murder or whatever we don't care about any of that at all
1: so daniels is like we're yeah. out um, which kudos to him he really came oh, man, through
0: talk about a character that just really developed and grew over the season daniel starts out and you don't know if he's like on like the right side or if he's a bad guy or what's going on and man does he like really become one of the best characters in that show throughout the season
1: yeah he was good and so, around the same time, McNulty finally goes to visit Gregs yep. in the hospital, which he'd not done because he's, he's bad, bad for people. For people <laughs> he's, man. He's still, it's still not good for people. And uh, so, so you know, they're talking and they're wanting to know about the case. And then he finally gets understanding of what's going on with the Bubbles and why he was trying to get a hold of yep. her. And so, um, you know. So, so he goes to see Bubbles and bring him some money, and Bubbles is definitely Oh man That kid. was
0: heartbreaking too. Because weren't you rooting for Bubbles?
1: oh it just he he he's been so up and down, and you just want him to succeed. And then, you know, it's just like it's like there was this moment, right? Like he was reaching out to Greg's. She said she would take care of it, and then she, you know gets shot and's in the hospital and he's kind of stuck <sighs> so he's yeah. sad and uh, he tells mcNulty to not not tell Gregs that he's using yep which is it's just so, so sad.
0: sad oh man is it so sad um so should we talk about the courtroom scene in episode 13. Oh, yeah. So the show opens up with a courtroom scene where Avon and his... Basically, uh, D'Angelo Barksdale gets away with murder because Avon threatens the witnesses or pays him off for whatever he does. And as McNulty's leaving the, the courtroom, he leans over to Stringer Bell and says, Nicely done, and walks out. Well, in episode 13 Avon goes to jail for three years for like intent to sell like intent to buy and sell drugs that's all they can get on him
1: oh, <laughs> yeah one God. kilo and um yeah intent to to distribute drugs yeah. <laughs> it's that's like, all well, they that's get on like,
0: him that's
1: that's WeeBay
0: confesses to every mm-hmm. murder even some that he just did for fun so he's getting life and he's like yeah, yeah i did this murder and he did murders where they know he didn't do it because he didn't get even get the facts right <laughs> and he's confessing to yeah. every murder and he's like uh, and he says he did them all yeah, by himself and he's himself. like oh by the way i'll give you little man the guy that you know shot gregs i shot him and killed him too and here's where his body is yeah it,
1: and he just kept he just kept he just kept wanting more food and then he yeah. was like i'll tell you some more stuff you know
0: yep it was just uh, And so... But he he was definitely the scapegoat. 100%. He just... He just fell for it. He knew he was going anyway for the couple they knew they could pin on him. So he just said, screw it. Like, I'm just going to tell you everything and then you can't get anything on Avon.
1: Do you think that he knew that if he didn't go to jail for life that they were just probably going to, like, get rid of him? Like, he knows too much. He's in too deep. Like... That he, you know, he he wouldn't go back to anything.
0: I think the problem was they already had him yeah. for so so many or so much that he knew he was going away for a long time anyway. And so, you know, whatever. At and, this point. and he can go at down this point, as, a, as a hero to, yeah, at this to point, Avon at least. Yeah, at this point I'll ruin your entire case against Avon because I'm going to say this and this and this. And I'm not going to flip on anything. In fact, I'm going to make your case even worse.
1: Yeah. It was... It was... he, He did such a good job in that scene, but I was so mad at him. Yep. And just mad at this system where, you know, basically they gave him a deal, which was, if you'll confess to all these things, we'll take the death penalty off the table. Yep. And then his lawyer's like well, you should just confess to everything that you've ever, you know, alluding like you should just say everything, you know. So he not only confesses to everything he's done, but basically every crime that the police know about that Avon or anyone in his crew have done. So now he's on record saying he did it. Yep. and He's
0: confessed. um, He's uh,
1: completely guilty. Gosh. So, like, on one hand, the police department gets this big win. Everything feels, like, so good. But... uh, but, but they didn't Nope. <laughs> they didn't get the, the person justice
0: who, they put a lot of people away for a little bit of like a short amount of time and the one guy who gets like a pretty lengthy sentence besides WeeBay is D'Angelo who's gone for 20 years yeah and so D'Angelo who's probably the one of the few decent human beings among the crew yeah
1: i felt bad for him yeah because he he's going away longer than anyone except for wee bay yep and um he's the most torn you know absolutely he like he is and if you think about this whole season he is caught in the middle right like he's just he's just stuck he's really not yeah go ahead (laughs) i was just gonna say he's not powerful enough that he's like you know on top right like Stringer, you know, he's he's pretty powerful, and throughout the season, he becomes more powerful, right? He, he gains the favor of Avon completely, eventually becomes like his pass-through for everything, but D'Angelo is just like a few degrees away, so he's important, he's useful, but he doesn't have any
0: power. And he's kept at arm's length basically the whole season um, right. by Avon, but then you realize, like, he's born into this he didn't really get a choice he doesn't like it he doesn't want to do it he just never got a chance and now he's in jail for 20 years and it kind of sucks
1: yeah i wondered you know at the beginning of this you know he talked to the cops in the maybe second episode or so and it was kind of like you know you seem there was there was like some raw emotion there yep you know there was some like like he was you know there was remorse already, and I was like I wonder how he got into this, and at the end you realize like oh it's just a systemic thing, he didn't ha- he didn't get into it, <laughs> he didn't choose to get into it, it's just what he was born into.
0: So they sentence everybody, and McNulty can't can't stand it, so he walks out of the room and is sitting on a bench, and then you have. Stringer Bell, leave the courtroom, and as he's walking out, he leans over to McNulty and just goes, nicely done. And it was just... Yeah. Man, what a great way to book in the seasons.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was cool how they brought all that back, and it's like you come back for the opposite version of it. Yeah, (laughs) yep. Uh, Which was cool. And so after that, some people get promoted, some people you know get moved Lester
0: Freeman is back on the homicide beat where he belongs he is congratulations he, Lester
1: yeah he he really if there's a redemption story of this show he's on that arc for sure
0: yeah well there's even a moment I think in episode 12 where like they're basically taking people away from Daniel's unit and he's like yeah who's the guy who's the old guy from like from pawn shop shop, you can keep him and daniels gives this sly smile like thanks you just kept my best detective thanks i appreciate it
1: yeah because he's you know flown under the radar for so long because he was a good because he was good at his job but now he gets kind of the you know the recognition he deserves and um one of the one of the guys i can't remember his name that the, the the two cops that are always running around you know busting people yeah he gets he gets promoted Oh, there was, which was cool
0: yeah that was a cool moment and he has an, an a really cool moment with daniels where daniels is basically saying like figure out what kind of cop you want to be because once you're in charge the guy people are going to follow your lead and if it's just try to move up the ranks and do whatever you can to get a leg up on somebody politically they're going to do that if it's to do good police work, that's what they're going to do. Like, it's up to you to figure out how to run a unit. And that was a cool moment.
1: It was cool. And it was like, the way that he put it was so, was so like good because he, you know, basically said like, you're going to, you're not just going to always work with great cops or terrible cops. Some of them are going to be awesome. Some of them are going to be awful. Some of them are going to be in between, but you, you have to decide who you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and everybody
0: else will follow your lead. If you work hard, they'll yeah. work hard.
1: And Daniels, you know, he like he did that in with this unit, right? Like, there was some, there was so much tension with him specifically at the beginning, for him to just like do something yeah. and, and finish. And he decided to buck to go against people above him. Yeah.
0: once he buckled down and like showed that he was like invested, everyone else got invested
1: right because freeman called him out in like episode maybe four or so you know and said hey you could have gotten all these wiretaps by now um what are, basically like what are you gonna do you know yeah. and so he he is awesome and ends up doing the right thing and so it's cool to see him kind of speak that into the next generation of people and then and then Herc ends up staying yep <laughs> but he's now like has new people under him and he's like showing all this like leadership like you know we don't you know people maybe used to do it this way but we don't do that in this yeah the guy who in episode episode one
0: was talking about busting heads was like nah we're gonna like look at the avon barksdale case we're gonna be smart we're gonna do good police work we're not just gonna go out there and rough people up like he grew a ton
1: yeah yeah and he even and he even realized like in some of the like he was trying to take like the i guess like the sergeant exam maybe or something and you know realized like i have i have a bad kind of rap sheet because of all my (laughs) you know hurting people and uh unnecessary violence that i might not get promoted yeah but instead of like taking that and becoming like disgruntled and like angry he he like totally grows up and starts investing in the in these new you know new people who who can be better than he was you know so that was cool and um and then
0: and then there's mcnulty (laughs) jimmy bad for people mcnulty yeah who you know basically yeah (laughs) so early in the season detective freeman tells him hey you know you're gonna keep pissing people off when they ask you where you don't want to go like that's where they're gonna send you and so yeah. he's across from the desk and the guy's like, hey, you're a hell of a cop, Jimmy. You know, you did great work. Uh, we got so many clearances thanks to WeeBay confessing. I want you to land on your feet. Tell me where he don't want to go.
1: And then the last kind of scene we see with him, where is he? He's on a patrol he's boat. on a patrol boat.
0: <laughs> with, uh, oh. with Freeman and... Uh, Bunk tossing him a bottle of whiskey to keep him company throughout the night.
1: Yeah. And I can't I can't tell if he was happy about that or sad about that. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't, but it was funny. It
0: was really <laughs> funny. It was a great... It was a just such a good way to end that wrap-up that season. Um, so much of the stuff from early in the season kind of came back around to full circle and it was just man um just a lot packed into a couple episodes but so rewarding like it it felt like it was such a great payoff for season one
1: yeah it was cool I, i the more that we're like even just talking about this now i'm just seeing all these parallels you know with the courtroom and with the obviously the nod to you know you did you did good and there's just like there's sort of like a rebalancing of things yeah and, like, some things got better, some things got worse, lots of people died, oh, and man. then the very end, oh, man, the last, like, ten seconds of this, Oh, you, <laughs> you see Omar is back, he's in South, uh, I think he's in, like, the South Bronx in New York City, yeah. holds up another drug dealer and tells him, hey, man, it's all in the game. Oh,
0: man, that was just he just walks up, he holds a guy up at gunpoint, pulls back his hood, and it's just Omar smiling telling him, hey man, so Omar's changed. None whatsoever.
1: Yeah, if there's an award for least least changed, <laughs> it'd be Omar. Omar, man. Um, Omar worries unfazed. about
0: nobody but Omar.
1: It is very true, but he's, that's but that's why he's one of our favorite Absolutely. characters. Because <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because in he, he got some pretty bad stuff handed to him and had some bad stuff happen to him and people around him. And then he ends up like literally having to go to New York. But what does he do? He just jumps right back on his feet and steals drugs from other That's people. That's right. So it, it, there's no stopping Omar. And that was cool. And honestly, I didn't see that I coming. I didn't either. I thought like, we were
0: done with Omar. And so it was I, such yeah. a nice little yeah. fun send off. And basically just saying, like, hey, you know, here's where we are.
1: And it, pay, it it perfectly pulls in, what did we start this show with? References about chess yep. and him saying it's all in the game. Like Omar is the, that scrappy, I'll do anything to protect my king, which is myself, yep. chess player. Like he is the ultimate chess player. He plays the cops. He plays Avon. He plays everybody. And somehow he gets away from all of it mostly unscathed and
0: uh well i'll say this and i'll and i'll say this as delicately as possible so omar we know is gay and they make a point about um the the one piece in chess that can move any direction and do anything and you never know what they're going to do is the queen which is a you know term used to talk about gay people sometimes and it's almost like you know hey That's what Omar is, and he'll... Wow. I I don't know if that was intentional or not. It was just something that that crossed my mind, and that's why I said I wanted to say it as delicately as possible. But Omar's a great character, and I don't know if that was intentional to do that or not, but, man, I mean, he he just... He's going to do anything and everything. He'll be everywhere, and he's going to make some stuff happen.
1: That is a really good point. And, yeah man that's good and i think you're exactly right and maybe they meant to at first or maybe they didn't but i think that metaphor is perfect for him because um, he just slides hey, you know when everything seen there's like three times this season that you're like well they're gonna you know ten thousand dollars on omar's head he gets he out did. cops know he's doing you know cops know that he's like the competing drug dealer on in baltimore and he gets away he gets a, he gets a bus ride to new york city Paid you know like, by a he just yeah exactly he <laughs> i mean man he just slides through and that's exactly what the queen does in chess right is is that it's the most nimble you know escaping piece they can literally slide across the entire board and uh that's that's omar it really is and um I think if we're talking about chess, I think you see how many people in this organization are just like pawns. Oh. Well, there's a reason there's, <laughs> there's,
0: there's more pawns in a game of chess than any That's other right. piece, and it definitely plays true here. Speaking of um, some of those pawns, uh, early in the game when uh, – or early in the game – early in the season when uh, T'Angelo was showing them how to play chess, and, uh, you know, one of the kids asked him, like, what happens when you get to the other side of the board? Well – you become a queen and kind of at the end of the season you see those guys now running their own corners and, mm-hmm. and like they're in charge of like one of them's in charge of like the low rises and one of them's like working the towers but you see them like they kind of made it across the board
1: yeah I mean Poot and Bodie, they had to kill they had to literally kill Wallace yep. to do it but that ha- there's a new couch in that yeah. you notice that, that yeah, the couch was different not the the orange couch is gone and he's like you know yelling at some of the other kids like that's not how you do this we don't you know you don't take money and give them the drugs they got to take a lap and you get it from you know they're they're running a tight ship yeah um it, so unlikely but it, it, happens. it appears we have a
0: new king as avon's going to jail and stringer bell man we what did he I, I say it, you called it
1: he's i i called that so well and literally, when he's going to community college, getting you know, getting his education, he's he is uh, he's he was ready for it, you know. And man, he's so smooth, right? And in all the stuff, like they can't put anything because on the him. one
0: guy who at no point ever messed yeah. up or said the wrong thing or was in the wrong place at the wrong time, Stringer Bell played the game perfect.
1: Yeah, he really, he really did. And including, like, he's talking to... They think that they're going to get him with Omar, right? They get Omar to wear the wire and talk to Stringer. And he says something about Avon, and Stringer's like, I don't know anybody named Avon Barkstill. <laughs> he's
0: like, I don't know anybody that had that name. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's... Like, so Avon is careful, right? But he's paranoid. But, they, but Stringer is calculated. here's the
0: thing. They think they have him... They think they have him for that one murder that he mentioned when he talked to, um, yeah, when he talked to uh, Omar on the wire. But then Wee Bay confesses to doing it. He just it. confesses so to it, wipes yeah. it off the table. One of the pawns takes a fall.
1: It's his one point of his kind of one point of weakness, and they just get Wee Bay to do it because it's like, hey man, you're going down for all this other stuff. You shot a cop, so don't you just confess to this too and he's like okay just give me another cheeseburger yep Man. <laughs> give me some potato salad and I'll confess to more stuff uh, oh this was a good it's show
0: a great show season one was phenomenal um, I'm I'm looking forward to you know what happens next season two three whatever I'm, I'm I mean this is a show um, one thing I like is that season one tied up nicely there was a bow on it it wraps up. It's self-contained. I liked that about season one, which means yeah. like while season two and three and four and five are out there, I felt I felt like I got a complete experience watching season one of the show.
1: Yeah, it was good. Again, and like we just keep talking about how different at the time period this was. This doesn't happen on seasons of shows anymore. Yeah they end with like ultimate cliffhangers or or you know some new introduction um but even this one had this incredible ending with omar That like i don't really need to see, like i don't need to see what happens with omar right like i already know yeah. omar <laughs> is he omar. just gets back on yeah. his feet yeah like it it was so interesting it's just so interesting how they did it and i love that they tied it up thank you people that wrote the wire for tying up your season because <laughs> No one does that anymore. Yeah, it was
0: great. They they tied it up nicely. They wrapped it up. They didn't leave you hanging, but they still left you wanting more. And to me, that was well done. Yeah, bravo. Yeah,
1: they did not. They did not answer every question. Um, but but they told a great story, and it it's almost like there was a setting at the beginning. Things got put into motion, and then everyone played this sort of game of chess. And then it just kind of like the board shifted, and it all gets reset again. Yeah, and people are in different places now, and there's new there's new pawns, and there's new rooks, and there's new kings. It's the, it's the same game. It's the, it's the same. Different. Yeah. What does Omar say? It's all in the game. It's the same yeah, game. Where exactly. Different
0: players. Yeah. But man. Yeah. Um, what a satisfying um, season of a television show for sure. Yeah, I I loved
1: it. I'm so glad that we watched The Wire season one because. It's a show that I always am meaning to watch and that I hear every month or two, you know, someone references The Wire and I'm like, oh, I should watch that.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I don't. I mean, it's a show I hear referenced a lot. I've heard praised a lot. It's one of those shows that I've talked about watching for years and keep making excuses not to. And And we jumped into it and man, it lives up to the hype.
1: Yeah, I would say that it is totally worth it after i watched the first maybe two or three episodes i was kind of hooked but i wasn't sure and then by episode probably four or five i was like okay this is good this is very good and it just kept getting better and better and better and i love that about a tv show that it made me work a little bit like it made me dig in a little bit
0: Um, one thing i loved is is the season starts off and you watch an episode and you're good and you watch an episode and you're good, but like episode nine, the episode would end and you'd be like, "Well, I've got to start the next one. I have to, <laughs> have, to have to know what happens next." Um, the last four or five episodes, really, from the time that Greg's got shot till the end of the show, it was like you yeah. didn't want to stop. You had to keep watching. You had to know what happened next. Yeah.
1: And this is an interesting world because like binging shows wasn't real back no, then. No, at all. Right like you just watched shows when they came out or you watched them on dvd later on you know or vhs (laughs) you probably could get the wire on vhs when it came out so um you know like i watched all of season two of stranger things in like i don't know 48 hours or less (laughs) but like this show's way too dense to even do that so I I don't think I could have watched it faster than we did. Honestly, it's kind of because
0: it's kind of refreshing watching a show for a change, though. That's not designed to be watched basically in one or two sittings. It's kind of refreshing.
1: Yeah, it's cool, and like these themes that develop about the chess game and about life and about um, family. Like it it almost hits you later on. Like they're not in yeah. your face, right? They're not like, hey. Remember when we had that chess board? Because they never talk about chess again after that scene. It,
0: yeah, it's definitely specific, but it deserves to have each episode digested and and weighed yeah. on and thought about. Um, and that's not to like diminish some of these other shows, like Stranger Things. You mentioned, I love that show, sure. But it's also one I could sit there and watch, and then go back and think about it later. And it, you know, it leaves some things, some questions, but but this show, like, it it deserves to be dissolved and it serves to have you think about it on a deeper level. Um, And I think the fact that it was coming out once a week, um, which, again, with a lot of, you know, great TV shows is more and more rare. um, It definitely deserves to be kind of digested and thought about and weighed on week to week for sure.
1: Yeah. So, speaking of shows that need some time to be digested on, um, now that we're done with The Wire Season 1, we're going to take a wire break and watch another show, which is on TV right now, which is one of our favorite shows, Westworld. Westworld
0: Season dose Season 2.
1: And so, um, Westworld Season 2 is happening right now. Right now, we're in there's been four episodes so
0: next week we'll break down the first half of this season kind of what's going on what's happened so far what are our ridiculous harebrained theories that don't make any sense except that it's westworld so they could make sense who knows
1: the sky is the limit and that's fun absolutely (laughs) (laughs) and it's amazing and westworld is one of those shows that um, it's hard to binge watch because there's so much going on, um, and it's so dense and it's so talk about. You know, you can talk about it so much, and so if you haven't watched Westworld, you should do that. Um, it'll yep. take you a little while to get caught up, but it's worth it.
0: Hundred percent. The great thing about this, uh, it's a podcast, so it'll be here waiting on you. Exactly.
1: So if you want to, if you want to contribute and be a part of watching it week to week for the next five weeks you totally can or if you find this in any point in time we're watching westworld season two yeah and we're going to talk about episodes one through five next time on watch this and i can't wait thanks for listening everybody we love you hey thanks for thanks for hanging out with us. uh we'll see you next week it's westworld time woo